0: You're listening to This Foul Earth. Hello? Hello? It's Natalie here. Eh? Natalie speaking. Please don't grab the microphone. Right. Where was it? It was over by you somewhere, I think. Honestly, it's so hard to see. I remember... I remember we came down to the beach to try and find some beach wood for the fire. In the summer, it's good like. Plus, you can have a dip. That haven't changed. And one thing we had back in the day, you would get these massive sheets of ice, and I mean, it's really hard to convey just how big they were, it was like, imagine the biggest sheet of ice you've ever seen, however big you're thinking, these were bigger, and they'd come right into the shore and you'd hear these deep cracking sounds underneath it, sounds like the world itself was bursting at the seams. So we'd swim out to them and get on them and we'd jump in the water off them and sometimes you'd just find fish or something stuck to them and if you had the gear you could get frozen fish, believe it or not. Gorgeous it was, gorgeous. We came down one evening and my mates, all of them swam out to this ice sheet to try and get this frozen fish out. So I come up here to try and find some dry grass to get the fire started and I remember my husband saying don't send her for that, she'll take all night and I thought, oh piss off, he's one to talk you want to see him start a fire Anyway, I'm up on the grass by there and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm fuming at in, right? Just, ugh! I thought, gotta find something and it's getting dark now, right? So I'm looking around and then I realise I couldn't pick my feet up I'd sunk down to my shins in the mud, and I thought, well, that's the end of me, fair enough. I tried calling out, but they were all on the sheet of ice, and I was up over by you, so they never heard me. So I just tried to think of something nice, and I thought of this absolutely massive apple I'd found once. I remember that being my last thought. The next thing I knew, there's some bloke stood over me, speaking this language I didn't understand. I opened my eyes. And well, he was wearing the weirdest clothes I've ever seen. It was this dead clean white coat and this see-through mask. So I started laughing, you know. I thought, (laughs) you mug, like, dressing like that around you. Well, he started screaming and screaming. And I heard other people screaming. And I look around. And I wasn't around you anymore. Wasn't anywhere near the beach. I was in this room. It was white. All white. And there were all these bright lights. So I started screaming, and nobody stopped screaming for ages. I got taken to hospital, and that was my first day. Sorry, so just for context, did they tell you how long you've been in the bath for? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They brought this person in who spoke my language. Not many left in the world apparently who can still speak it. And she said I'd been asleep for 4,000 years. The bog was very nutrient rich and had oxygen in it. And the pressure had kept me in something called suspended animation. So this lot go around digging up people from my time. They dig us up to learn about us. But we're always dead which is the problem. There weren't any of us left because we were all dead. And they thought I was dead. So they brought me to this museum to clean me off and milk about with my teeth and all that. But I wasn't dead, so they... ...shocked, I think. But they were pleased with that. And so was I. Because as far as I knew, you know, even I thought I was dead. It was a good result for all of us, I think. I went to live in Newport with the woman who spoke to me. She was the only person who knew how to speak my language. And she taught me how to speak like this. Her name was Natalie, and she asked what my name was, but I didn't really have a name. You were just... you. So I said, can I be Natalie as well? And she said that was fine. It's the little things that are hard us to explain. Like we didn't have names, or we didn't have numbers then. It was just lots, or enough, or not enough, more or less. You know what I mean? When Natalie showed me that, oh we count everything and we draw a little thing and we all know that little bendy line means this many things. I was crying laughing. I said, you're having me on, aren't you? You are never bothered about that. No way. And she said, no, it's really serious. I still don't really understand it to be honest. Like when someone says to me, I'll have six of them or whatever, I just bring them however many I think they'll need. And if it's wrong, we work it out from there. It's just too big a conceptual leap for me. Anything numbers, Oh, time, that's nonsense as well. Who cares what time it is? It's really hard to explain how jarring it was, honestly. Because we've been planting crops, finding apples, doing a bit of fishing. But other than that, we were just sort of bumbling along, you know, no fixed plans. And all of a sudden, there's plastic and planes and flamingos, never seen one of them before. And there's pizzas and belts and time and telly. First time watching the telly, honestly, I was just crying the whole time, it was so confusing. They're real people, but they're not. Some of the things are true, but others are stories. I don't know why you keep up with it, I really don't. I remember my first week with Natalie, there was this program on where people live in houses, and they decide, actually, I don't like that house, and they want better homes. I was raging, I was. Our house, if you can call it that, wasn't big enough for us to lie down in. They were so flimsy. Like, if somebody had the ump with you, they could come round your house in the night and kick it down with you in it. So you'd wake up with all the mud on you and no house. Toilets? <laughs> Forget it! It took Natalie weeks to explain the toilet to me. But once I got it, I really got it, you know? Like, I can see why those caught on, I really can. And there's all these people on the telly saying, Get it to that toilet. I want a different one. Wrong colour. I couldn't believe it. Perfectly good toilet. This miracle seat. And they were throwing them away. I could have strangled him. And I mean that. I actually could have strangled him back in the day. Because in those days, honestly, I think people really underestimate how lawless it was. In that there were no laws. If somebody wound you up, it didn't matter how insignificantly or for what reason, or if you felt somebody had done you wrong, you just strangled them with your bare hands. Or smash them over the head with a massive rock. Or drain them. or You know? As long as nobody saw you. And if someone did see you, well... I'm sure you can imagine a solution to that problem. But in that sense, it kept everyone honest, you know? I would say people were a lot more mindful of each other's feelings in those days than they are now, because you knew if you started giving her the big one, the last thing you'd see would be a massive stone or a log, or just a sharp fingernail or something. People can be horrible now, because you're not allowed to kill them. And I see the benefit from... I can see both sides, is what I'm saying. Like having lived in both worlds, I do see both sides. They told me not to tell you this, but I reckon I racked up easily a hundred murders back in the day. They weren't murders then, it was just the way it was. But having heard the law now, it was, to use the modern uh, terminology, I think, it was cold-blooded murder. In fact, another bog person they had in the museum, they showed him to me and they said we think this person was most likely executed by the village for livestock theft. And they asked if I was right. And I said, Oh, yeah, definitely. Village Council did this. But it wasn't that at all. I done it. I remember him. He used one of my tunics to wipe horseshit off his foot. So I just got a rope round his neck while he was asleep and slung him in the bog. It was just the way it was. It seems like an overreaction to you, I'm sure. But it wasn't like that then. But yeah, the university lot that dug me up. I know I gave them a fright, but I am grateful to them, because they've been good as gold. I honestly dread to think what would have happened if I climbed out of there on my own one day. I would have killed somebody, I think. Like, if somebody had come up to me in jeans and a t-shirt drinking out of a can instead of a puddle, I wouldn't have known what to make of it. Would have just killed him. And I don't mean to labour the point, but it's like I said, back in the day, it wasn't a big a deal. It really wasn't. My brother died of typhoid. Life didn't mean anything then, you were alive and then you were dead and it didn't really matter. I got a toothache when I was at Natalie's house and I said just to let you know, I have a toothache. So if you want to know anything about the old days, best ask now before I die. And she takes me to another room with another bloke in a coat and I come out and my teeth are fine. And they're white? Like this I couldn't stop looking at them. Oh fuck, that's another thing. Finding out what I actually looked like. Nothing like I thought. You get a vague idea from looking into the water, your reflection-like. But it's not steady, is it? What a shock that was. They showed me round the museum when I first woke up. And they had this little drawing that they'd done of what they thought we looked like. And I said, I don't look like that, do I? So they showed me a mirror. God, what a rude awakening that was. I honestly thought I'd just look like the modern people. All clean and pretty, but no, sure enough. Here looked like shit, and I looked knackered. Shaming, after a 4,000 year kip. But it had been a lot going on, that day. I look a bit more like you now, I think. A bit more modern. I this the clothes. But I had my ear cut with the actual ear cutting tools. Not just biting it to the right length. Or having it fall out from stress. That helps for sure. I work at the museum now. People come and ask me questions about my old life. I do classes sometimes at the university, but you have to be so careful what you say. One of the students asked me what was different from when I was alive. So I had to think. And I said, I don't think we had seagulls then, first thing that came to mind. Turns out we did. I just don't really ever actively remember seeing one. Like I said, we didn't really bother differentiating between different birds. There was birds. There was fish. But we weren't going around classifying them. We weren't interested, like. So I found out a few weeks later that somebody saw the lecture on the computer and there's a conspiracy now that seagulls are fake. That they were, like, invented in the 70s and they spread chemicals on us. Like there's a little robot inside them or something, not real birds. And the only evidence for that was me, who'd been asleep for 4,000 years and learned about Tyres and George Michael on the same day. Sorry I forgot about some buzzing birds, like, grow but honestly, I've just been having an amazing time. You really don't know how good you got it. When my story got out, I had a knock on the door one morning and there was all these people stood outside my house and they looked a bit like the sort of people I'd been knocking about with in my old life, but they were from now. And they said, oh, we've read about you and we'd like to join you. And I said, what do you mean join me? And they went, we're sick of modern life. We want to experience a simpler time like you did. Can you show us the way? Well I went ballistic on him. I said you morons wanna take a look around. You got the easiest life of any human that's ever existed and you come to me, of all people, saying it's too hard. Honestly, they were lucky I'd included on the rules because you guessed it, I'd have killed him. Honest I would. I was fuming, tamping, fuming, raging. Gave him a right telling off. I said you go home and have a good long look at the toilet before you come round here giving it all that to me. I was always seeing shit, smelling shit before. People were shitting anywhere and everywhere and it fucking stank. Don't come here now, give me all that because you weren't there. Go and have a pasty, I said. You ever had a pasty, son? I'd had my first one not long before that. And he said, You know, yeah I have and I said, Well, if you've had a pasty, then what the fuck are you doing here Is there anything about your old life that say so you miss? Not really to be honest. Like I know it's complicated now, but my life was hard and boring. And at least now, if my life is hard and boring, I can go ten pin bowling or I can go on the computer and watch videos. Oh, I love videos. In my day, if something class happened, you just, just have to try and remember it and tell other people about it. You don't have to remember anything these days. And I can use the toilet and sleep on a bed instead of going to the toilet on the floor and sleeping on the floor. I don't miss the old days at all. My time was crap. It was absolute crap. And it's just a shame that anyone had to live like that. Case in point, there was this massive stone in our village that looked like a face, a bit. Not like, oh my god, that's a face. It looked a bit like a face if you looked at it in a certain way. And that was about it. We used to treat that stone like a god. We'd sing us songs. And thank you for the turnips we grew. I tried to find the stone face, but I think it's gone now and just as well. Because when I think of all the time we wasted doing dances trying to please a stone, I'm embarrassed just thinking about it. Funny you should mention the old life, actually. Because not long ago, Natalie got in touch. And she said, you won't believe it. But we found somebody else from your tribe, one of your mates-like. They got stranded on a sheet of ice near where you were found, and they got frozen on it. And they've just woken up on a beach in Denmark. They're at the museum there. I said, describe them to me. And she did, and it was somebody on you. I remember her well. Natalie said, do you want to get in touch? But honestly, it's been so long since we spoke now. What would we have to talk about?